Welcome to The Bachelor Breakdown, where we break down the game of life. Especially the games that men play. I'm your girl, Erica. I'm Ashley. Let's break it down. Today, we'll be breaking down marriage and plastic surgery. Let's get into it. So the question is, when you meet someone and you're getting serious, do you divulge any kind of work that you've had done? Or do you not? Does it not matter? If I was dating someone, if I had all this work done and I was dating someone that I knew was into that, I would say, hey, I just want you to know back in the day, I like totally became a new woman <laughs> and I just need you to know. You know what I mean? I would have divulged it because I knew who he, who he is. And I'd rather do that in the beginning than be in this mess. You see what I'm saying? Well, I totally agree. I, I believe in complete transparency in your relationship. So if you meet someone and you've had... 50 procedures, you should probably tell them. I can't stand a liar. No. And I feel like a lot of men do the same thing for women. Like men pretend to be something that they aren't when oh, they start 100%. relationships. And then women find out years later, like, you're a complete fraud. You're not who you said mm-hmm. you are. So women mm-hmm. leave. Like, I mean, it's like the celebrities nowadays. Like people people have before and after pictures and they blatantly lie to our face. I haven't had no surgery. That's why I don't like worry about it anymore. And, you know, I'm someone, I've never had anything done. Um, I'm not saying that when I get older, I won't want to tweak some stuff. But for me, plastic surgery is not a necessity, in my opinion. You know what I mean? I just don't think it's necessary. I have have had a, a boob job. Well, see, that's different. I, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking more, I think like if I were to have kids and I wanted to do a mommy makeover, all that, kind of, 100%, I get it. But see, I feel like that's a necessity because your that's body, for me, to me, a that's a necessity. Because these but kids around here will suck you dry. And I can only imagine. <laughs> and then I you need imagine. to have a little pick me up. So yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I do believe like, Certain things are a necessity, yeah. but they should be discussed. Like a hundred percent, especially now, Ashley, a big thing right now is everyone's doing these fillers oh. and, you know, in it, they're really transforming their faces with these fillers. And, you know, for me, I'm someone who I always look at long-term. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you might look good right now, but what they don't actually understand is that when you're injecting and doing all these things, you're actually creating scar tissue underneath your skin. And that's where you get that look of almost kind of like that puffy fake look. Well, and yeah. they don't understand, they get addicted to it. And to start something like that so young, I'm like, honey, you're just, you're actually hurting yourself. So that's when I say it's not a necessity, those no. kind of procedures. Yeah, I understand like if I had a kid or any other sort of issues, I get it. Or if I was older and just wanted to refresh in things, or if I wanted a brush reduction, I think those are all necessities that improve your quality of life. But I don't think trying to reach this unattainable standard of beauty is necessary because you're hurting yourself more than, you know, helping yourself is how I feel. I agree. Well, like, it's like, I mean, you're changing, you're changing your appearance sometimes mm-hmm. permanently because yeah some of these procedures can't be undone and if you're right you into bad right. plastic surgery and bad um mm-hmm. enhancements mm-hmm. it it really does change mm-hmm. it can change how you feel about yourself how people 100%. Like, 
feel about you, like in relationships. Mm-hmm. I actually know women mm-hmm. <laughs> who have gotten procedures during their marriage and did not tell their husbands. Like whole face. But did their husbands notice it? <laughs> some do. <laughs> That's the best. And some don't, which is really bad. I think it just shows I like know. the status of your relationship. Like if you go have a facelift and, and your he doesn't friend notice you off and picks you up and your husband knows nothing about it, like that might be telling of your relationship. Like if I don't know, like I feel like that's sensitive to every woman, like because again, some people are having procedures to save their marriage. And if they want to get a little nip and tuck here without their husband noticing, to kind of come home and surprise them with like you know, they're, they're more attractive or more desirable because we do have this standard in our country where women want to be desired by men. And if, if your marriage is not as um, romantic or connected as it used to be, like some women seek out and have procedures to, to one, feel better about themselves and more attractive to their husbands. But when it goes wrong and it changes or you know a lot of you know and I even had it in my own relationships where you know I entered into the relationship and I was you know much much thinner and um you know you get in this like amazing bliss of being together and I'm a huge foodie like for me everything revolves around food like I'm thinking about every meal I'm going to have throughout the day before when I travel all I want to know is where I'm going to eat what things I'm going to experience what are we eating right I'm I'm a foodie that for for me food is joy it's breaking bread with people I love so when I get in these relationships we tend to eat and I gain like one relationship I was in I gained like 30 pounds in the relationship just from eating. And I was significantly, yes, I was significantly different as far as appearance from when we entered the relationship. And I noticed that as I was in this relationship with him, more and more things about him came out that I didn't like. But because I was so heavy, I kind of just stuck around because I felt so insecure about myself and I wasn't feeling very confident. So I kind of stuck around and dealt with things I wouldn't typically deal with. And then because I you felt like he was putting up with your Exactly. Well, he still loves me even at my fattest. So wow, he must be he special must really to let me, me let me stick around. Yeah. But then I finally lost the weight. I lost all 30 and a little bit more. And I was feeling myself. And I'm telling you, after I lost that weight, he couldn't tell me anything. And we just kind of drifted apart. So I think that sometimes when we're not operating at our peak, mm-hmm. and everyone's peak is different. But yeah. for me, being as heavy as I was, I was sluggish. I didn't have energy. I was insecure. I didn't really want to leave the house and be out. And so I wasn't my true self, but once I lost that weight and I was back to who I really truly was, and I was more confident in myself, which made me more grounded, things that I didn't like in his temperament and personality, I no longer stood for because I finally had that confidence in myself. So then I was able to very easily make that decision to cut it off and break away. So sometimes I think these marriages are ending because a partner finally gets that point where whether it was through plastic surgery or losing weight 
they finally get back to the place where they feel grounded and comfortable and confident in who they are and what they bring to the table. And they're willing to break away and leave what wasn't serving or working for them. I think that's so interesting. I think that is a very um, interesting point. And like, Mm -hmm. like on target, like that is very, I never would have thought about it like that because I, I think I experienced something different in my relationship where I was very, very thin, like slim uh-huh. thick as a teenager, like <laughs> curvy in all the right places. Cute. Right? Um, and and at, even at that point, I was like, I need to lose five pounds, but I didn't need to do anything. Yeah, yeah. And at then that I point, we don't know, right? And I never like this whole toxic snapback culture. I never snapped back to that pre-teen, like to that teenage pre-pregnancy body. Never. Yeah. I've never been that size. Like I was 125 pounds from the time I was in the fifth grade mm-hmm. until I got pregnant with my daughter. Mm-hmm. And after I had my daughter, I just never got back down to 125. I think at my smallest, it may have been like 138. Mm-hmm. And then I had my son, never got back down to 130, 125. Still like at my smallest with him, I think I've been like, after him, I've been like 140. Mm-hmm. And this is going to have to be a topic for a whole nother episode. Yeah, yeah. My ex told me that the reason like he cheated on me was because I didn't look the same as, as before, like I had kids and I'm like, motherfucker, I had two kids. Yes. And, these kids. Oh. and honestly, when I look like, you'll have to show the pictures, right? Yes. Like when I, at the size that he is referring to like pre-pregnancy, I kind of look like a little girl. Like when I look at it now, I'm like, I look like a little girl. Well, and that's that's size, another topic. Another topic. Yes. Um, but then yeah. at the size that I, you know, I was when he cheated on me, I was like, I'm like, damn, I look, I look good. I can honestly say I look good. We'll show the pictures. But it's like so appear. I feel like appearance does play a big role in the sustainability of a relationship, but how like I would like to talk about like what what do you think is like how much how important should it be how important should your physical appearance be in relationships because you do want to be attracted to the person that you're actually sleeping a hundred percent well there's a tv character Ashley where um the woman is uh actually having a child via surrogacy um even though she's fully able and capable of carrying the child it's a mythical and you know, made up TV character. Don't mm-hmm. want anyone thinking we're talking about anyone. Um, she's fully capable of carrying the child, but because she doesn't want to ruin her body because she's afraid that the husband's attention will alter, mm-hmm. um, they are doing having their child via surrogacy because they're well off and they can, you know, do that. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on that? Um, in order to keep a marriage where you go so as far as not carrying your own child. Well, I think it's it's very telling of the relationship. Like when I think back, mm-hmm. I realize like I I understand now because hindsight is twenty twenty. What was important in my relationship to my partner, and so in that relationship that you're referring to, appearance is valued. So if you look a certain way, then I will be attracted to you and I will be in relationship to you in my, in relationship with you. So because appearance is valued, I think more so than the connection 
um, the love, the understanding, like all the things that should be valued in relationships. Um, I think, I think she's making a trade-off, like not carrying her child, not knowing, not having that experience in order to stay connected to her husband. So it's all about what your partner values, because if your partner leaves you because your appearance changes based on like external factors, like, I don't know, childbirth or an accident or aging, then you have to really question like how deep was the connection? Yeah. And, and how, like you said, how deep is this connection? And the truth of the matter is, and my parents always said this, and now my, you know, my grandmother always said this is that looks change. It doesn't matter how hard you try to fight this clock or what you try to do, they will change. And you want to have someone by your side who truly loves you for who you are, Mm -hmm. you know, and and I'm not to say, I don't want to say like, if you're in a relationship and you know, you gain all this weight or whatever that your partner shouldn't question it. Because I really truly believe that in a partnership, you know, you sign up together to go through thick and thin and there's issues where you might be in an accident or you might have issues where you're on a certain medication that puts weight on you. In those cases, you have to be there for your partner, in my opinion, 100%. That's what you say in your vows. But there are cases where sometimes we do lose ourselves and we do get depressed and we do, you know, kind of get to a point where we're not showing up as our best selves. And I think that, you know, it's a thin line of, in my opinion, of saying what's right and wrong. But I truly believe that, you know, when I do find my person, I want to show up as my best self. You know what I mean? And so my best self might not be that thin, thin waif of a person I was in my 20s. Right. But wherever I am now, I want to take care of myself as best that I can to be healthy, to have energy, to be able to do things with them and experience life with them. And so healthy is all different sizes, as we know. But I think I it's just showing up as, as your best self for each other. As your best self for each other and also under, having an understanding, like, like you said, bodies change, appearance yes, changes. 100%. I think if if a relationship starts under fraudulent conditions or our expectations that are not normal exactly so if you if you lie to me about who you are if you lie to me about you know what you've evolved from if you just are not authentic and you don't show up as your true self and you don't um you aren't transparent in sharing information I think that is grounds for an ending of a relationship 100 percent. whether that's physical appearance whether that's your attitudes if you say you value marriage and commitment and monogamy and then you turn out to be a cheater like Mm -hmm. you're a fraud i think any relationship that starts um based on someone like lying to you and basically Mm -hmm. defrauding you Mm -hmm. um then yeah, that's great. Or having limitations of their love, meaning just like you said, I'll love you if you stay this size. I'll love you Absolutely. if you continue. You know what I mean? That is also you don't want any kind of limitations, expectations, uh, in that physical realm. Because, you know, I, I've known girls that have worked out like crazy their entire life. They've mm-hmm. always been very much so into taking care of their bodies. They have that first kid, bodies change, change. They don't even know how to really navigate and cope it. So they're learning a new system, a new body and how to work with it. 
and the husbands are like, get it together. And it causes that friction. And so I think that, you know, it's having a realistic expectation. Well, I think that's hard in our society because you see all this snapback culture and I had a baby four weeks ago and I'm already back into my pre-pregnancy clothes. Like I feel like those images and that messaging tarnishes the expectations of men and women. Like, mm-hmm. so when a man thinks, oh, well, she lost weight in four weeks. Why mm-hmm. can't you? Mm-hmm. And everyone's body's different. Everyone's body's different. And then like nine months later, it still looks like you're pregnant. Like, mm-hmm. then he's disgusted, but it's like, my body's different. Maybe mm-hmm. I carry differently. Maybe my um, mm-hmm. delivery was traumatic. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't have any help and I can only eat when I can, or I'm overeating yes. to self-soothe. Like, mm-hmm. you never know how your body is going to respond to external changes, especially when you have a child. 100%. Um, And you don't know until you're in the ball game, until the game's already started. You you don't know. So if your love or connection is tied to appearance, then that makes it very stressful for a woman. And then then that makes it, it also lays the groundwork for going out and having cosmetic surgery procedures based on like, an unhealthy body image or societal 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 pressures um because then it's like okay i something's wrong with me i don't look the same my husband is not satisfied i'm not he doesn't desire me and i've got to fix me so then you go have these procedures i mean that's a whole nother episode about plastic surgeries two things you should never ask for a discount on private planes and plastic surgery <laughs> well said because, you like, make that a t-shirt you go get these whether your husband knows or not you go get these procedures and then you have a botched job and then your husband is mad and it makes you less even less desirable and then you the body dysmorphia like is exacerbated it's like so it's such a compound issue like it's such a complicated issue and it just kind of compounds on each other if you aren't doing it for the right reasons if you aren't having plastic surgery for the right reasons if you aren't trying to like enhance your appearance for the right reasons it's all kind of like very very it can all be like very messy and all very harmful honestly so so what do you think people can do because for me you know I feel like if you're going to do plastic surgery it's fine but you just have to make sure in my opinion you're doing it for you I don't feel like you should do it for anyone so what do you think are some tools since you said you kind of went through it after you had your children, what are some tools do you think women or men can do to check in with themselves to say, okay, this is a decision that is probably best for me or not best for me? Well, here is, here's, I'll give my little personal testimony to this. I wanted to, after I had my daughter, I wanted to, my, I've always been very small, like very small, not very small chested, but not as like, not very big. I was always like a small C. And after I had my daughter and I nursed her for a little while, my breasts were deflated, like completely gone. And I hated it because I couldn't wear, like I couldn't wear a bra. I was 21 years old and I couldn't, I had to wear a bra all the time. Like, Is that from breastfeeding? From nursing, I hear a lot yeah. of women say that. Yeah. From nursing. I was just, I had gotten so big with nursing. And then once I stopped nursing, they were just pancakes. I hated it. I hated it for myself. Like I wanted mm-hmm. to be able to, I was 21 years old. I wanted to be able to wear a top without wearing a bra. Like I wanted mm-hmm. to be who I really wanted to 
be who I was before I had yeah yeah a child and I didn't even I don't even think I stopped to embrace like what my body had gone through um because I think a lot of it, it did play into it. like I wanted to be the same size like before I had my child I never had to work out mm-hmm. I never had to watch what I ate like so this shock of oh baby girl your body has changed you have to watch what you eat now you now you have to work out to get this weight off um and you don't look the same like that was a shock for yeah. me um so and when it was being fine, a new like, mom <laughs> I was an, and I was a new mom and I was in school. I was like so much happening, oh my gosh. right? Yeah, you're um, navigating a lot at that time. And I do think it, it was like a little bit of pressure to still be attractive to my yeah, boyfriend at the time, yeah. um, because I, I I wanted to be attractive to like I wanted to be who I you know show up as who I was. Um, but it, I, that didn't really have anything to do with my decision to get. He actually didn't want me to get my breast done. He was oh. like, "You don't need it," and I was like, "Oh, that's uh, interesting." Yeah, I do. <laughs> you yeah. don't. I was like, yes, I do. But it's interesting um, that he's the same one that said that you I know didn't you had you didn't look the same. Mm-hmm. So that's like giving you conflicting messages. So you're hearing one thing, but then you're experiencing something different with him. What I realized it was always conflicting messages with him. Later yeah. on, I realized it was always <laughs> nothing was a, a nothing was consistent. <laughs> um, so I end up doing it, and he he was supportive whatever um and my doctor this is then this is we'll go into a little deeper my doctor was like a quack which I didn't understand because and it was like I had like a botched boob job um the first time which I didn't understand because this man had been on like good morning America the today show Oprah and I was like you messed me up but it was a botch but it wasn't like real bad it was manageable. So then I had my son a few years later and oh, because I went, uh, let me play. I went from a C, a small C to a G. He made me a G. I just wanted to be like filled up. I didn't want to be bigger. Um, but, I, but, but again, this is what happens. This is what can happen in a relationship. You go in and I've it, it was very expensive. I thought, you know, this man was qualified. He made me a G. So this is what can happen in your marriage. Like you can go and have all the right attention if you do it for yourself. And if you don't share with your partner, you come home from a small C to a G and your partner's like, I don't like big breasts. What, what is happening? What did you do? Then that can cause tension in the relationship. Um, thankfully, mine didn't care. Um, and after I had my son, I had to go back, which he was supportive of, and I had to take everything out, actually get like a reduction and then get another implant. So it was just, it was a stressful process for me. Um, but thankfully he was, he was supportive of all of it. So that's just to say, like, you have to have, you have to be transparent and you have to have these conversations with your partner and you have to like include, you don't have to, but it's important to include them in the decision-making. Like if you are partnered mm-hmm. and you want to change something about your appearance voluntarily, not because you, it's a medical necessity, mm-hmm. if you're having an elective surgery, it's always important to share that information with your partner because mm-hmm. anything could happen. 
yes. good or bad. Like if you can have a great result and you can have a, a bad, you can be botched. Yeah. Or I've had a, I have a friend who the husband actually got plastic surgery and didn't tell her and almost died. Like, <gasps> so it's very scary. And I feel like, so in so many marriages, you, the communication line isn't always open mm-hmm. or, um, people just aren't comfortable being transparent because they don't want to deal with the consequences of having a real conversation, but it's imperative, especially if it, if it is elective cosmetic surgery, you You have have to have these conversations. And I think that this is a great gauge for a lot of people that if you aren't comfortable having these conversations, I think you need to really dig deep and figure out where there's a disconnect in that relationship. See a therapist. In my opinion. Like seeing a therapist to make sure that it's not, mm-hmm. you know, body dysmorphia or you, you know, make sure you don't have unrealistic expectations or you're not searching for, for perfection or connection or mm-hmm. desirability or approval from a partner. I think you can absolutely see a therapist to walk you through, to help you navigate the process of, do yeah. I really need cosmetic surgery? Am I doing it for myself or am I doing mm-hmm. it for someone else? Like yeah. what, what that means yeah. for you personally, you know? hundred percent. I think it's true. I think it's sure. And I think you had mentioned too that, you know, there is such a rise with, um, I'm looking at one of the article, weight loss surgery tied to increases in divorces and marriages and, um, you said that there's a lot of studies on adults who had, for example, um, bariatric surgery to lose significant amount of weight that the divorce increased the likelihood of that couple splitting up. So I think, well, yeah, I think, I mean, I think that's tied to what you spoke to. Yeah. It's like, you know, our, the stats on this that's in our scouting report segment, it's like bariat- weight loss surgery is if you have weight loss surgery, you double your chances of divorce. Mm, and I think that crazy? speaks to what you were saying. Like yeah. you were more willing to put up and settle for something in your relationship mm-hmm. because you didn't feel like. I didn't feel good about myself. I you wasn't didn't feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. You didn't, you weren't showing up as who you really felt that you were. And mm-hmm. you, maybe, you, maybe they, maybe women or men think like, well, they're putting up with me at this weight. They're mm-hmm. willing to be in a relationship with me at this weight. So I can put up with, you know, their, the things that I normally would tolerate. Mm-hmm. Well, when people, like you said, feel better about themselves and are more confident yeah. and really show up who they are, they're like, no, I'm not dealing with that. So yeah, I thought that was interesting that mm-hmm. it's not necessarily plastic surgery that's leading to more divorces, but weight loss surgery mm-hmm. leads to more divorces. A hundred percent. And I really think that someone who's single, me being someone who's single, like, you know, I get questions all the time, like, why aren't you dating? Why aren't you out there? Um, and I think people look at my age and think like, you know, clocks are ticking. Why are you not out there? And, and I'm just going to be quite honest with everyone, because in my opinion, we're all family here. Well, me and you, yes, but everyone <laughs> watching. <laughs> but, you know, I kind of look at it like this, Ashley, like, I just have not been operating as my best self. Like I kind of took a hit with COVID. I gained a significant amount of weight for me on my frame. I haven't been feeling my best self. My confidence wasn't at the same level. And I was just like, you know, the kind of person that I want to meet is not going to be attracted to me where I am right now. And I'm not even just talking physical because attraction is also your confidence, how you carry yourself, how you interact. 
And I just made a decision for myself until I get back to the place where I really feel I'm back to um, being grounded and 100% myself. I don't want to meet anyone because I'm afraid in that process of meeting someone, I might slip back into that old place of Mm. not 100% feeling confident. And I might get involved with someone that is really not worthy. That sounds kind of harsh, but meaning not a good partner for me. So I don't don't want to go through that. I'll put up with this because I'm not. Exactly. And I don't so I'm waiting until I feel 100% back to myself before I go out there because ultimately I want to find my forever partner mm-hmm. and I'm not going to find them when I'm a shell of myself. Absolutely. So I want to 100% be grounded so that I can meet the person who for me, I feel is ultimately going to be someone I can spend the rest of my life with. Yeah. And I think for me, like when I choose to like, I don't know, entertain someone. Yeah. Um, I'm always open about like yeah. anything I've had done. Like I've, I haven't had anything done except my breasts. I'm happy to, happy to disclose that. Mm-hmm. And I will let someone know like in a few, if I'm 40, when I get to 40, if I uh-huh. haven't lost this little belly weight that I want to uh-huh. lose, mm-hmm. I'm when I get my boobs redone, because that mm-hmm. then it will be time to get them redone. Oh, why um, not? <laughs> I'm going to have lipo. Like, it yeah. has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with me. Like, yeah, it's something you want to do for yourself. It's something I want to do for myself. So I'm happy to disclose anything. Like, I don't think I'll ever really mess up my face because I don't really like needles. Me either. Um, I and can't. I feel like if you mess this up, you can't really reverse it. You can't I mean, reverse it. Like, I have, well. like, deep, dark circles, like, deep set eyes mm-hmm. and dark circles. And there's, like, filler that you can put in to plump up. I, I, I can't do that. I Mm-mm. I'm not doing nothing to my face like I don't want to be blind but that's you know if that's your choice that's your choice but my advice is always to make sure whatever you do for yourself to yourself Mm -hmm. is for you like don't go to don't have cosmetic surgery for anyone else don't um go to therapy for anyone else whatever you do in your life don't do it for anyone else but yourself just do it for you yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Make Just all, you. you are your own guiding light. Amen. Do it because you want to be better, expand, grow, evolve for you. Not anyone else. This is good. This is a great episode. I think so. Like, I love it. So just to recap for everyone, you know, transparency is key in all relationships. Yes. Be honest. If you feel like you can't 100% be honest, I think that that's your gauge to say maybe we need to speak with someone else outside of the marriage together mm-hmm. to kind of maybe see where there's a disconnect. Um, once again, only do things for yourself and what's best for you not to please someone or to keep someone. And always, once again, just check in with yourself. You know, if you want to do this for you, that's 100% great. But just keep it real with yourself and with your partner. Yeah. Right? This is great. Great. Well, until next time. Thanks for joining us um, as we break down the game of life in plastic surgery. Um, We'll see you next month with a new episode. Until next time, do you be you. We love you. Thank you.